Hey, listeners, welcome back to the Royal Robinsons. He's Rob. That's Robin. And this is a show about us, the Robinsons. You can follow us on social media, such as Twitter at the Real Robinsons or Instagram at the Real Robinsons. Uh, we're back with another edition. So we, we hope you enjoyed our two parter, which uh, got a little long in the tooth and wind up uh, spanning over our 30 minute uh, benchmark benchmark that we uh, mm-hmm. set for ourselves. Well, that she set for ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we just decided to chop that thing down in half and if you're hearing this it's pretty much after the holiday season hope you had a great holiday yeah so happy new year kwanzaa all that other stuff that goes on during the months of december and january that i do not remember (laughs) okay yeah but um it's all good so um we touched on it a little bit the last episode of the gathering of souls and everything you know one Mrs. B-Rob that came all the way from up top in the Virginia area and I come down from way down below in the Louisiana area and we meet somewhere almost in the middle in (laughs) Georgia. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I I think the world and life and fate is funny to where here I am way thousand miles away from Virginia, you know, born and raised in Lake Charles, Louisiana all the way up until I was 18 and decided to join the military. Uh-huh. And I find myself almost, what, eight years later or so in South Carolina, Georgia area, because they that close right. to each other, uh-huh. meeting this person that's across from me, just giving me the um, preacher's wife seconds over there. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> But um, as I said before, we, we discussed a little bit of, you know, how we came together and everything. Mm-hmm. And we're yeah. just going to go continue on forward with the whole process, I guess. Um, We concluded the last episode with us actually meeting for the first time and, you know, being in each other's presence and whatnot. And now it will be kind of the aftermath of that first initial meeting as, as you heard i didn't want to leave i want to stay there right and everything so um I had to kick him out yeah it was she yeah she had to kick me out <laughs> it could have been a, it could have went down a little bit worse than that but i'm glad i just took it upon myself to use some werethal some g2 as they like to say in the military and i'm um, like yeah she got guns and shit <laughs> And nightsticks and tasers and all that stuff. So it would behoove me to not to overstay my welcome after she told me to leave. Right. Yeah. You did good. So, yeah. Um, what was I believe I left and uh, went home. And I, I forget what I did, but I remember the next day at work, I was talking to... Um, one of the my coworkers, female, I was kind of telling her about you or whatever. You wind up meeting this person later that um, night. We all they all came to the apartment and we went out mm-hmm. and everything. So you met her, okay? So I was telling her about you mm-hmm. and everything. I was like, she a cop and everything and yada yada yada. And you know the the same thing that I told you that we discussed the other day is the same thing that came up in conversation with her. It's just like, yeah, she a cop and get you out all kind of tickets. 
which I did uh, happen to get you out of a few. Three, to be speed exact. Demon. No, well. Well, what? Two of them was speeding. Uh-huh. One of them was, uh, I, I am a bad parent in some instances, but this made me sound like a really bad parent. Um, what I think the oldest kid was maybe we was in Georgia. So how Cam and Cuba was at the time? When like, it was after she was born, though. Oh, it was after she was born. Yeah. So that was 2010. So, um. So she was probably 11, 12. Mm-hmm. 11, 12, and Keelan was a uh, uh, freaking 9, 10, around that age or whatever. Yeah. And Naya was probably a couple months old. So that's when I went to Walmart that day. I had to take them to a doctor's appointment or something like that. It was something. I had all three of them with me. Okay. And I pulled up to Walmart, and I parked the car, locked the doors, kept the car running. And I ran in the store to get Naya some baby formula and everything. And I came back and had people all piled up around the car. They done called the cops and shit <laughs> and everything. And I'm calling you. I was like, I just went in the store to get her some baby formula. <laughs> and I came back and I was stuck. And yeah. <laughs> but I was like, shit, damn, Cam was 12, damn near 13 at the time. I was like, I didn't think nothing of it. Well, people don't see it that way. Yeah, so. It's just like some kids in the car. You can't look at someone until their age, so. Yeah, so. And then especially with teeny tiny mama. So. Yeah. So I'm sitting there looking like an ass. Looking like a fool with my pants on the ground. <laughs> so, yeah, I was nervous as shit. I thought I was going to go to jail. <laughs> so I had yeah. to call you to uh, set me free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was able to get into a few clubs. All kinds of cool perks. <laughs> yeah. It was like the, um, those scenes in the mafia movies or whatever. I didn't go in through the front door. I came in through the back, through the kitchen and everything. <laughs> Had me a special table and shit. <laughs> yeah. Perks. Good old perks. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, I was buzzing about it the next day. Mm-hmm. And then what was even weirder about it, you know, I, I talked about her in um last couple episodes, the girl that wouldn't go away like a car broke down. Oh, you know? yeah. Okay. So, like I said, even despite the bad shit that we was in, we were still kind of trying to be friends in there. It, it kind of worked out better for me because she wasn't there. Mm-hmm. She was up away. in North Carolina. Right. So, it was almost a game of one-upsmanship for a bit. And I was, so, I was just like, I was talking about you. I was like, yeah, she a cop and everything. She's like, you're going to mess around and she's going to set you up and <laughs> get you in trouble. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, and everything. And I'm just, you know, you know, I'm just saying nice things about you and uh-huh. everything. And she's like, well, I met this guy too and he did this. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I really don't care. <laughs> she probably felt <laughs> the same way. You okay. Know? I really But don't she care. asked and I was just like, I was trying and I was just like, it just felt uncomfortable. And I was like, all right, you ain't going to do this shit no more. So, okay, but, but yeah, that was pretty much it on my end. I was just uh, patiently waiting until our next encounter. Yeah, because you left um, uh, after midnight. Because I think you, ha- I was off the next day, but I think you had PT and work and all that stuff. So, yeah. uh, and I needed to drive back. So that's why I was just like, "Hey, you might want to wrap, you know, call this a night." Because we talked about so much. We talked about. Um, 
movies and we started watching movies mm. and so talked about tattoos. your family and stuff. Whatever. <laughs> it's kind of like, it felt like, um, what lethal weapon was that? What they were talking about their wounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, well, look at this tattoo. Hey, well, look at this tattoo. Yeah, but, um. I fell asleep in chair on this one. I was like, I cried on this one. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was a pretty interesting night. Um, I was off the next day, so I got to sleep in. But when I did get back to work, I told um a couple of my officer friends about you and stuff. And it was like, okay, if he seemed like a good dude, you know, you got a good judge of character. So if he seemed like a good dude, then all right. But if he starts tripping, then you know. So Now, see, and these are the um, things that I will come to know later, uh, being that she was in law enforcement at the time. Um, she had a uh, certain tools at her disposable disposable <laughs> it's a razor yeah it's a bick i don't swipe it so many times um she had a lot of tools at her disposable i keep saying, keep saying it. it okay you all right no <laughs> she had plenty of tools at her disposal okay. had to slow it down extra slob in my mouth uh-uh. um to which i did not all I had was Black Planet webpage, you know, that I can cycle through a couple pictures back and forth or whatever. I, I pretty much figured out that she where the apartments were because I seen them in the pictures and then, oh, I actually went there, you know. So, I, I believe I'm skipping ahead. It's, it's probably a little further down after we didn't, you know, been in each other's presence and company for a while. But, um, it harkens back to the beginning when we first met. So we was sitting in the bed. We was well laying in the bed. We was watching the first Fast and the Furious. Uh-huh. So it got to the point to where um, freaking uh, dead guy Paul Walker. Paul Walker's character revealed that he was actually an undercover cop. Uh huh. So um, dude getting an accident, he calling for um, police assistance and everything. You know, he's like, "Hey, I need you to run a trace on this plate." La 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 la. Yada yada yada, I'm also yada yada yada, doing all that stuff, you know, cop shit. <laughs> so I'm sitting in there looking at it. Uh-huh. And I I remember looking over at her, I was like, Can you, yeah, can you do stuff like that? And she's like, Yeah, I was like, Did you look me up? Uh-huh, sure did. And she's like, Yeah, she looked me up. So I think I think somewhere in the conversation, because you know my memory bad. You, this is this is where you fact check me and correct me. All right. I think somewhere in the conversation, I, I was like, "So what did you see?" Or something like that. Did you find anything? Yeah, that's what you asked. Yeah. Did you find anything? And I think um, you your response was something to the effect of, uh, "What do you think I found?" Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "There should be one thing on there," but um, I was acquitted of it because I had to do community service for it. And that's a whole nother story in itself. Because if I tell that story, it's gonna be another two part. It's gonna be another two part. Because y'all know he little long winded. <laughs> but the long short of it is, I gave a friend of a friend a ride to his house. I'm doing the air quotes right now. Y'all know y'all can't see it. And um, that house wind up not being his residence. And as he was inside the house, I was outside in the car. And um, the neighbor knew that that particular person wasn't supposed to be mm-hmm. there. Uh, called my plates into the police and then when we left the vicinity mm-hmm. uh, we were pulled over by police yes. and um, he fled and left me with the bag 
you know, metaphorically speaking. And um, I got arrested for that. <laughs> Aiding and bedding. <laughs> and um, failure to yield to lights and sirens, which was puzzling to me because I didn't know I was doing anything wrong and the sirens weren't actually on, but the lights were. So I, I was just like, I pulled over to the curb, you know, not to stop, but like to so they can go around me. And then um, when I figured that, hey, they were following me, I turned into the um, the turnaround point in between the medians and I stopped there. So I got in trouble for all that. Spent seven hours in prison <laughs> and I had to call somebody to come get me. <laughs> but yeah, so that was what she saw when she looked me up. And that I you know didn't occur any charges or penalties and whatnot, except for the nine hundred dollars I had to pay in court costs <laughs> and um, lawyer fees. And but then you know, it's not only that. Sometimes you can get a feel of a person. So um, even with with you know doing my little check on you, make sure you wasn't a psychopath or a maniac. You know, maniac, <laughs> I, you know, I saw I saw things, but it was just. You know, well, you know, I'm I'm not getting that vibe. Like you're not a criminal, so. Yeah, if anything, you just seen a whole bunch of speeding tickets. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, lead, but. Yeah, but I know better now. Yeah, cruise yeah. control. Yeah, one of those tickets were were occurred on your behalf, though. I mean, you can do nothing about it because we were damn near in Virginia. Because I remember it was the first time that we went to Virginia. It was for Willie graduation. I had um, just got to um, Paris Island. I, oh, I switched duty stations in South Carolina. I went from the air station to Paris Island, which is literally across the highway from each other. <laughs> and um, I think I just checked into the unit. I talked to the first sergeant and everything. I was just like, hey, I know I just got here, but um, I got a nephew that's graduating. And I wanted to know if I can just take a couple of days and maybe even leave early on Friday so I can just go for the weekend and come back because what Virginia was how many hours away? Six. About six hours. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's slam dunk. Yeah. I've been, I've drove 24 hours before. Me too. But, um, so we went, we damn near into Virginia, the area that she lived in and whatnot. And she's like, man, anytime I come up here, I just fly up and down this road. I speed <laughs> and everything. So, really? You know, listening to her, I, I laid a hammer down. You know, I was like, yeah, I mean, if shit, if she do it, I mean, it must be cool around here. Well, but not even five to ten minutes later, after I put the hammer down, whoop, whoop, here we, there we go. Your fault. Don't. <laughs> if you wouldn't have said it, I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> you would have done it anyway because no. you was a speeder at the time, but you have slowed down tremendously, I must say. I so. Yep. I haven't got a ticket in them. <laughs> I don't even remember what my last ticket was. I don't know, but I remember you getting us kicked off of some insurance and we had to change insurance. Yeah. Because of your speeding ticket. Yeah, that was my bad. Mm-hmm. I was pissed. They insurance still high now anyway. Yeah. Could have kept what we had. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't gonna give any names. <laughs> whatever. But we've got good insurance. But yeah, so that was some stuff. Yes, I did. People, I did actually check him out. Like I said, to make sure he wasn't a maniac. Again, so he's still here to talk about it. So he's not 
a maniac. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget what it was. Um, I don't even really remember if it, that was on your profile that you were a cop. I think it just Mm-mm. came up in. Com- I, I yeah. did, did not put that up there. Yeah, it just came up in uh, the conversation and mm-hmm. everything. But I, I can remember you first telling me that. Now, just like I didn't know what to think, but the, <laughs> immediately, you know, and I think I said it before. The immediately, the first thing that came to my head was like, "Hey, you give me some speeding tickets." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, some people would feel intimidated. You know, by somebody in that uh, authoritative position. Did I use that right? Did I use that right? Yes. <laughs> but um, I wasn't. I just like, eh, it's just another girl who figured it out. But the then, <laughs> but then that's because I was on patrol. But then when I went undercover, you were pretty excited about that. Oh yeah. So the whole thing with that. And this is many moons. We just skipping forward. We we time traveling right now. But um, she first told me about it or whatever. And I was like, what? And then she started buying wigs and all kind of stuff. I was like, man, you come home and be a different type of person every night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I had like, to change my look up yeah, every day. It was, uh, I was naming wigs and everything. I was like, this Sabrina. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you can be Sabrina today. <laughs> yeah. But like, I remember um, having a conversation with you before I applied. And I was getting your... I guess advice on, you know, should I do it? Should I stay? Because, you know, patrol is where it's all at. You see everything on patrol. Um, You're the ones that patrol is where all the action is. You're running into the dangerous situations. And I had been on patrol for four years. And I was thinking, okay, what's after this? Did I want to be a homicide detective? Did I want to do forensics? What what was next? Then I got to thinking, hmm, undercover, you wear civilian clothes. Huh, you, you're most weekends off. Get a little extra money to buy you some clothes and stuff. So, hmm, maybe that. And I brought it up to you and you was like, mm, I don't know. I mean, isn't that more dangerous? And do you think you're going to like it and everything? And I was like, I think I will. And then you said, well, if you think you're going to like it, go ahead and apply. So I did. So now that kind of segues us into um, the interactive portion of the show. Um, As mentioned on social media and this show as well. You can be a part of the real Robinson. I always <laughs> got to put that on there because the is not available um, by submitting your questions to where it be um, relationship advice or just general questions for either or both. And um, we have a question here and I'm going to pass that on over. All right. How do you say his last name? Cone? Yes. All right. I call him. I say Sean Cone. <laughs> <laughs> This is from Sean Cohn. What's the worst advice you've given each other? Anything blow up in spectacular fashion after you thought your advice was top notch? Yeah, so now- well, Mr. Sean, for me, I would say we haven't really given advice to that magnitude. It's more of encouraging. Like, what do you think about this? Or what do you think about that? It's nothing like, um, well, I think you should do this, or I think you should do that. There is no advice given like that. Um, 
we are just yeah, it's not like I to one another. Yeah, it's not like I just run up on it in the kitchen while she's making pasta or something. Be like, I think you should start noodle noodles kind of clockwise. Because I will slap you that space. You know, it's, it's nothing like out of the blue. Is usually in conversation. You know, it's pretty much asking an an opinion or yeah. whatever. I mean, I guess it would be asking for advice because I mean, you have your own opinions formed in your head about the particular thing that we're talking about. And if I come to you, be like, hey, what you think about this? I mean. That would be some kind of advice, I would say. But um, to that point, it was um one point in particular to where you know we discussed it a little bit earlier because when we read the question, it's just what she said. It's like I don't think I ever gave you any advice, right? <laughs> Nothing like that. But um, for me, um, and you know, you hear me on my show touting about her abilities in the writing field and whatnot. So she wrote a book, published it independently, and this um small publishing company wanted to pick it up, you know, give her a little bit back and to um, republish the book. So she had to go back in and do rewrites, change a couple of characters' names, and republish the book. So when she gave me the news, I was like, oh, shit, you know, that's, that's good. So I was like, what's the name of the company? Because anytime, you know, because this is how my mind works or how I feel it works. I'm a little tipsy right now. So she would bring up something to me and immediately, you know, regardless if it's a job or opportunity or a product or whatever the case may be. As soon as she bring up the name to me, I automatically get on Google and I look into it just to see what's what. So she gave me the name of this company. And. I was like, all right. I went to the website. I looked up, see what they published before. And I was not impressed. First of all, it wasn't the amount of books they published. You know, it was just looking at the website. I was like, this don't look professional at all. You know, I was just like, and then I'm a picky person because I've dabbled in web design. You know, I do a little bit of graphic design. So, I mean, I look at things through a different hue. And everything. So, you know, I'm just nitpicky when it comes to certain things. I like, especially if you a professional company talking about publishing and designing and doing all this stuff for somebody else to put them on. You know, I'm a yeah, just a little bit of scrutiny there. So I'm looking at the thing and I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I was like, this don't look right to me. Something just don't didn't sit right with me. It's just like the website, just the company. I looked it up on Google and, um, you know, see what came up on just random searches and I wasn't really finding nothing. And, you know, it just didn't sit right with me. So I told her that. And, um, you know, I got, you know, a negative response. And it was just like, you know, this is what I want to do. You know, this is like this could be something big, you know, anything. Because, like, it was the same thing. Yeah, it was the same thing like with this podcast, you know, and she even told me this as well. It's just like I pick up a lot of things and I put a lot of things down. You know, I show a lot of interest in a lot of things, but I never really, you know, grab hold to like something and really stick with it. Mm-hmm. So she told me, you know, pretty much the same thing about this podcast and stuff. And, you know, I still stuck with it because it was something that I felt like I really wanted to do so I can. Now, in hindsight, 
you know, I can see, you know, where she was coming from at the time. So, you know, I was like, okay, I mean, this is what you want to do. I'll support you. I'll back you in uh, your efforts or whatever. And it wind up turning out being bogus. But I think that was the only thing that I can actively think of that, like, I was like, hey, I don't think this is a good idea. And that was it. Yeah. But, you know, um, I've been writing since I was about 13. So... I felt like this was my opportunity and to this day, it still feels good to know that I have a book published. It did not get the exposure that I felt it should have, which is wasn't your fault. I know it's not my fault, but you know, and um, when I mentioned that it flipped and then all of a sudden I wasn't a good writer and starting out that does something to a person so I'm building myself back up and getting you know slowly but surely getting back into the writing thing but yeah so that was an experience but I think that was about the only one because we really don't you know we just pretty much hey way the yeah We'll do that, and sometimes what gets my goat, as <laughs> you know this, because I told her, it's just like um, I would ask something, and then instead of like giving me, you know, like you know, push in a certain direction, or whatever, it'd be like, well, it's up to you what you want to do. I'm like, yeah, I know it's up to me. I can't you ask you for something. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! I can't make the decision for you. I can just or well or. Or she'll she'll set me up. She hit me with the uppercut. She'd be like, she she give me a cup of jazz. She'd be like, yeah, well, I think you should do this, 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 and this. And I'd be like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Before it even set in to me to like even think about something, she's like, but ultimately it's up to you. I was like, motherfucker, <laughs> I know it's up to me. <laughs> well, it is. It really is. But, but yeah. Yeah, so uh, thank you for your question. Yeah, the Uniballer. He only got one testicle. Oh, I don't think he wanted you to tell well, him. Is his Twitter handle? Is it? Yes, and it's his logo for his YouTube videos. So I'm pretty sure he's not shy about having one testicle. Oh, cancer. Oh, yeah, he's good now though. Yeah, well, yeah, he. He the dude that run around, um, go take the pictures of all the um, different Hollywood scenes. Yeah. You're awesome. I did not know that was you. You're awesome. Yeah, I talk about you and I show I, all I, your pictures. I like watching those during the my favorite time, the Halloween, you know, scary movies. Hey. Yes. So I enjoy watching you go from place to place with the different uh, locations. That's cool. So, um, once again, if you want to be a part of the show, there's a couple of ways that you can do it. Mm-hmm. You, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at The Real Robinsons. <laughs> or on Instagram at The Real Robinsons. You got to put some stank on it. But, duh. <laughs> okay, Ike. Yeah. Eat the cake no, anime. No, we're not about to do that. At The Real Robinsons. And uh, you can send us emails if you want to take a little time. You don't want to conform to those character limits that social media forces on you you can um send us email uh to mail at randomrobcast.com and if you want us to hear your soft 
as Holtry Voices. You can send us voicemails at 304-825-5762. Now, I'm a, I'm a small disclosure. I use that one number for three different shows. <laughs> this one, The Random Rounds with Rob, and Wrestling is Trash. So, I mean, you're going to have to discern which show that your message is for. Or you can just, you know, just lay it up there. We'll just figure it out on the way. Or you could, if you don't want people to see your question, you can DM us. Yes. Slide in the DMs. Yeah. Slide. Head first. But how do you know that everyone has soft, sultry voices? I don't know. I mean, I can do some editing on the mixer here. To make, make it, it soft yeah. and sultry. Yeah, I can give you a bare white voice right now hey, if I want to. We're not going to do that. <laughs> I can give you like a, ah, man, you know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> I was just wondering because if they call, you know, it might be somebody that sounds like Barry White. Mm. So that's not soft. Is Barry White still alive? He died, didn't he? He died a long time ago. Did he die after Money Talks or before Money Talks? Uh, before, I believe. Huh. I could be wrong, but mm. I think it was before. What's your favorite Barry White song? Practice what you preach. <laughs> See, I was thinking about that. <laughs> and I, I think it, it's not the first Barry White song that I've ever heard, but it was the first Barry White song that I heard that, you know, gave me, you know, that told me that it was Barry White, you know, because I, I heard the voice before and I was just like, who is that? But when I heard that song, I was like, oh, that's Barry White. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I found that out because Mama kept playing that shit over and over and over and over yeah, and over. I think the first time I actually heard Barry White was in Secret Garden with El DeBarge and I'll Be Sure and all that. I like that other song that he had. I, f- I forgive you. I'll take care of you. Oh, gosh. Can you not do that right you now? You're the man. Okay. okay. I don't think they, want, they want to hear you. <laughs> Let me show you. Keep your day job is probably what everyone's oh, saying. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, that's come a good one. That's freaking. Listen to that's Secret Garden, you idiot. Oh, I didn't know the name of the damn song. <laughs> I just talked about Barry White. That's Secret Garden. I just talked about Chef. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we wind it down to these last couple seconds of the show. So we've hope you enjoyed this edition of The Real Robinson. Duh. Oh, I was about to say, you didn't put your stank yeah. on it that time. Duh. Real Robinsons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, once again, you heard, you heard all the social media. You know where you can hit us up. And um, tune in next week to where we'll talk about something else. I don't know what that's going to be. Hey, it'll be a new year. Yeah. So, uh, be safe out there, guys. Happy New Year. And 2019, here we come. Yeah, ski, ski, ski. <laughs> but um, I know a lot of people subscribe to the New Year, New Me thing. But um, I have long uh, did away with you know making resolutions because I feel that you should try to be better at what you do or be a better person every day, not just secluded and winding down to. Well, I didn't do good this last three hundred sixty-four days. I think this one day is going to turn around for me and make me a better person. Nah, you got to work at that. It's not going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen in a couple minutes. So you got to work at it. So use all 365 days to be a better person. That's right. I agree. Yeah. So we got 25 seconds. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
we just gonna cut that out. <laughs>